Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Volume. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to a brand new episode of Snaps, your favorite daily college football podcast. Let's hope it's your favorite man. I'm one of your hosts, T-Bob Abear, uh, joined, as always, by the SEC record holder himself, Mr. QB1. When he's not busy trying to sleep with my mom, he's busy illegally raising money for Georgia football players. Aaron Murray, what's up, man? How you doing today? Hey man, just making putting smiles on everyone's faces, moms, mm-hmm. football players. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is that is the duty of QB one. It's been doing it for a long time, T Bob. <laughs> that is indeed the duty of QB one. Put smiles on the faces of all the fans, his fellow teammates, and their moms. Uh, Aaron, <laughs> I can't help but notice you're in a different uh, setting today. Yeah. You appear to be in an actual studio. It is pitch black, yeah. which leads me to believe that you are in some sort of officially sanctioned Georgia studio room right now, right? I am. I had a nice little sit-down conversation with uh, my former head coach, Mark Rick, this morning. Did a little show with him and have a meeting this afternoon. Wait, wait, wait. Kirby Smart is so powerful that he has now gotten Mark Rick welcome back into the fold. Like Mark Rick is excited to show up there. Mark Rick lives in Athens. He has a house oh. five minutes from the facility. I didn't know that. I thought he kind of split yeah, yeah. on bad terms with Georgia when he went to Miami, and no. then he kind of kind of went his own way. I think it was honestly. I think it was healthy for him to to part ways. I mean, he'd been at Georgia since two thousand two thousand one. I think two thousand one might have been the first season. I mean, that's fourteen years in an SEC yeah. school. Like you and I both. Know, that's that's exhausting. Like yes. it, I think it was it was it was time for him mentally to get somewhere else and move on. I think it was good for Georgia. Like it was, yes, it sucks because it kind of felt like he was fired and let go, but I think it was for his benefit. I think it was for the university's benefit. He had 14 really damn good years at, at, at Athens. So um, I don't think he's salty at all. Like I said, he lives That's great. five minutes away from, he lives right in five points right here in Athens. His son lives right down the street. They opened up a, a D1 gym right here in Athens. He 
runs the track by the facility three days a week. So yeah, he's 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 still all dog, man. No, that's cool, man. Look, I love yeah. uh there are a few things that I love more in college football than the kind of uh the old ball coach retiring and still being a beloved member of the community, right? And 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 time does tend to heal whatever wounds as well as winning national championships, right? Like now that Brian Kelly has LSU good again, like LSU fans love Ed Ogeron all over again. Whereas at the time the split, it was a little hairy there. So good for Mark Rick, man. That makes me happy. Uh, but, but like what, so when you're talking to Mark Rick, what are you asking him? Because every question kind of comes with a lace, like, Hey, how is Kirby able to do all of the things that you were not able to do? Like, like what, what does him, he say? I didn't ask him like that question. Like why couldn't, why is Kirby when you did not I, the only question I talked about or, or essentially brought up to him was more of dealing with wins and losses was, is it painful to know that you were so close so many times without actually winning it? Mm. Like 2002, 2007, 2012, like to know that like you were right there and, 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 you know, shoot, if we would have won in 2012, like what would that have done to maybe your career? Like, would you still be the head coach of Georgia? Had we won the national championship? Like how crazy is that? We are a tip pass away yeah. from winning a natty. And Kirby Smart not being the head coach of Georgia, maybe ever. Like yeah, one I, one play, one one fingertip from what the damn linebacker's name at, at Alabama, Jordan Blake, right now. One fingertip away from us winning that game, blowing out Notre Dame, and essentially Mark Rick being able to be the head coach for as long as he wants, away from not having Kirby Smart starting in what sixteen seventeen. I know it's. I mean, the butterfly Crazy. effect that you can play in college football moments like mm. that is absolutely insane. Um, you know what Mark Rick did do though, that he doesn't get enough credit for. And, and maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe it happened at some lower levels. I know there was a story about Durante Jones doing at a lower level, but the turnover chain, right? Creating a turnover totem, a big play totem, which now we're even seeing in the major leagues. Like now every team has the home run totems where they get like, I don't know. I'm sure the Braves do something. I don't watch a lot of major league baseball. I watch a lot of college baseball, which by the way, else you're going to fuck up the dogs this week and inact and get ready. Uh, Tiger Bay. LSU is banged up right now. Don't start. Georgia's I know. Georgia's I ain't worried about Better it. Watch out. Yeah, I ain't worried. Yeah, desperate to try to even make yeah. the freaking tournament. I know. Yeah, exactly. Hey, hungry yeah. dogs run faster, T-Bob. Hungry dogs yeah. run faster. But the problem is, at the end of the day, they're an inbred bulldog mix that can't even breathe out of its nose because its mom has had too much sex with its sister brothers. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Wait. The Tigers are about to smash you. Yeah, I said mom having sister. sex with the sisters. That didn't make sense yeah. at first. Okay, I was on yeah, a roll. I was trying to do it live. Okay, but mom having sex with the brothers. That That's what there Bulldogs do, to be clear. Uh, all right, we be buried the lead here. Okay, have fun at your day in Georgia. Have fun Thank committing you. insider trading and white-collar crime and trying to find ways yeah. to funny mo funnel money to players. I hope it all works out for you, whatever. Just try to stay on top, T-Bob. Got to continue getting those you know top quarterbacks to commit to Georgia each and <laughs> exactly. every year so. We got really want to commit. Do. <laughs> How do we pay him? Is the next yes. question. It is kind of shocking though, because Georgia has more and more of that evil empire feel. And that studio, if you're just listening on podcast, the studio that Aaron is sitting in is like I'm the Star Wars. I'm at the fan. journalism it, building. I am literally I'm at the the, the I don't care. broadcasting journalism building. I'm a Star Wars fan. Campus. The room yeah. that you're in looks like it is out of the Death Star. Like you just need you like a couple it? random blinking lights, maybe a sliver of red somewhere in there and you are on uh the death star but whatever the death uh, star or monzinus one or two uh, <laughs> uh it probably smells a little better than monzinus <laughs> does if i had to guess uh here's the lead for today's snaps though if you are a college football fan 
chances are you love the NCAA video game. And in my best two guts, just like that, NCAA football is back. As we had some breaking news this morning, ESPN reporter Michael Rothstein breaking the news. Um, I would say this. Now, a lot of what we're going to talk about is going to sit around the details of how do you play the players, what's going on there. But to me, by far, the biggest news in all of this is that they are saying the game is coming out next summer. So we are now on an official one-year countdown to one of the most beloved video game series of all time returns. And if you listen to your show, chances are you love that game because you probably love college football. So full stop, how do you feel, Aaron, one year away from NCAA football? I'm pumped. I mean, the last year that NCAA football was out was my senior year. I was a part of the last game, which is kind of cool and kind of sad, too, because I'm old now and middle-aged, according to T-Bob, at the age of 32. So it's crazy to think it's been that long since this game has been on our councils. But, uh, yeah, it's it was a game that I've played since, uh, I don't know, the first time I got, like, an Xbox or a PlayStation, whatever my first, my first device was. So playing it, being able to play when I'm actually a part of the game, too, and know that I was in there was kind of awesome as well. I yeah. know T-Bob is his big uh, you know, thing that's going to go in his gravestone one day was he was the highest ranked LSU player his final yeah. year. That's literally going to go in the bottom corner, which is yeah. pretty bad. Hey, I will say that's pretty badass, T Bob. Pretty bad. Not many people could put that on their headstone. In fact, Not literally only one person could. Me. Yeah, okay. Suck it. Just T Bob. Um, so as long as it doesn't flood over in, in Louisiana, you'll be good to go, but it'll last forever. Hey, above ground graves. Okay. So let's relax. A I'm going to build that's an entire mausoleum. That's going to have like statues of like Aragorn and Luke Skywalker. It's going to be the sickest thing you've ever and seen. Then, and then your NCAA rating from your final season. But no, it's, it's all, like, listen, I'm glad we finally got to a point right now where these kids will be able to opt in. I'll, I'm interested to see if, if, you know, how many kids don't opt in. I don't know. I think you just it's kind of like the 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 whole Madden thing. Like you get a nice little paycheck for for NFL guys, I think they get right around 10k, which for an NFL guy is like chump change sort of. Um so for a college kid, even if you get a little something in your pocket, just take it and then know that you're on the game. Just be happy you're getting a little okay, something. So hold on, hold on. I'm hoping that all these kids do opt in. Okay, so okay, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves here. So here are the details. The games come back next Here's year. The, the big hang up was how do you get players to agree to this? Because there is no players union, right? You don't have a collectively bargained agreement in which that's when they handle the things like how much does the Madden check cost or whatnot. Um, and so it appears that EA Sports has partnered with one team partners, which I guess like an NIL company, and their job is to fill a facilitate getting athletes actual names and likenesses in the game. So that's another just giant piece of news right there for anybody that grew up playing NCAA. Gone are uh, center 53, right? Gone are uh, whatever your favorite player was number, right? Uh, now you will actually have the player's names if they choose to opt in. And I think that choice is maybe where you see, okay, this is how we're going to make it work when there's not a union, when it's not going to be decided for them. We can't go with just one big group. We, um, we're we going to go to each individual and say, do you want to be in the game? I, I'm with you, Aaron. Like Almost regardless of money, for a lot of kids, it feels like you would just want to be in it, right? You're not going to lose anything by being in it. You could argue that maybe you should be paid more, but we also don't know those details. So here's where my next questions would be. Um, how much will it be? Because it can't be NFL numbers, right? No, 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 no. N NFL is 53 times 32, if you just want to do napkin math. Uh, college is 100 times 120, if you want to do napkin math, right? So you have a ton more players 
that you have to pay on the college level. So already it's going to be less there. My question is, Aaron, do you think it will vary based on the player? Will Caleb Williams get more to be on the team to be on the game than the third string uh, center at Georgia? No, I mean the NFL doesn't do it. Why? Why would the? Why would college football do it? I mean the NFL. Everyone because it's a group thing in the NFL. Versus like we said, know, this is an I individual know. opt in or opt out thing. I just think that 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 is way too difficult. Like, you know, who's going to be in charge? Are you going to say like there's three tiers? Like, hey, starter tier, you get this. Backup tier, like you just. I think there's way too many players and way too many variables to have to figure out about about you know who gets paid what. I think this is a hey, it's a flat fee. Like, do you want to be a part of the game or do you not? This is what we would offer you. If you want in, you'll get a nice little check and your name will be on there. And, plus and you're in the game. Facial rec- you're in the game. And they're actually doing facial recognition. I think they're going to try to do for the majority of teams. For the big they boys. Actually go in and s- yeah, or I, for I, I, would, I, would, I think they're going to try to do everyone, but I'm sure they'll oh. start with the Power 5 first. Right. We'll go in there and actually do a facial scanning. So it looks as good as it can with technology nowadays. It actually looks like you on the field, which is I think all this is badass. Like, who doesn't want to be on the game? And I think EA knows this too. They're like, you know what? I know it's Caleb Williams. He's getting a ton of money. Like, maybe we can do a side deal with Caleb in which, hey, we use Caleb to help promote the game and we could pay him a separate check, which is yeah, different than, than just being involved. Like, there's loopholes like that that I'm sure you can get over if I'm an elite player like Caleb is like, you know what? I don't want to get paid like everyone else. All right, Caleb, well, we'll give you 50K more. But you have to show up to this event. You have to post X amount of times on social media about the game, whatever. So that you can do that if you if, if if desperate times. But no, set rate. You're in the game. You get the facial recognition, and you're part of the freaking game. So sign your damn name on the paper. Uh, I agree. It'd be awesome. You've already got a uh, about 120 FBS schools committed to being in the game. All 10 conferences and the college football playoff committed to be in the game. It's another great piece Notre of Dame news. Is yet to commit though. Yeah, Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. I mean, Paulie Walnuts. Yeah. I wish you were on the Zoom Jeez. call right now because get your freaking people together, okay? Notre Dame, you're not that tight. You're not going to be that good. LSU just took a running back from you. Alabama took a quarterback from you. Get over yourself, Notre Dame. Okay. Get like, like get in the college football game. I actually, so I think it's actually a huge gaffe for a major brand to willingly leave themselves out of this equation. Because if you're trying, like, if, if, if everything is about recruiting and you're trying to win in the margins, you know what I fucking want? I want 10 year olds who are going to play football one day playing with Notre Dame on the video game and learning the fight song and learning the stadium and learning the uniforms. Are they going to opt out of Notre Dame playing or are they just going to opt out their them allowing to use their players? No, if they don't get the Notre Dame license, then like if a player doesn't agree to be in the game, a virtual avatar will be created for them. It's like, remember Michael Jordan was never in games growing up? It was always like Bulls number 99 or like Barry Bonds was never in games growing up. Well, he eventually wasn't in games once he got huge as well. Um, so Notre Dame could do that. But then I just, again, I, I maybe I'm just being crazy here, but I do feel like that's a, a, a recruiting gaffe. Like I want my brand played with. I want people to be able mm-hmm. to experience it. And, and you got to know, dude, they are pulling out all the stops for next year. They know what's on the line. It's the relaunching of a major when this thing gets back to year to year. Okay. Over time you can get boring. You can fuck it up, whatever. But, but like at this relaunch, you need to have as good of a game as possible. And, and one of the ways you do that is with the stadium experience, right? Trying to capture the pageantry of college football. So the NCAA games are great at before. It's a look to be great again. And what I want to see Aaron, how deep 
is this dynasty mode going to go? Because I think, I mean, you should have, um, you should obviously have transfer portal mini games where you know you're having to choose and allocate resources to re-recruiting your own team, uh, committing man hours to scouting other teams, committing man hours to bringing in guys through the portal. I also think you need to have some sort of NIL mini games almost where you're committing man hours to okay, I have to go fundraise and I have this money. Oh, I won this many games so now investments rolling in. I have more NIL money. And then you got to be like if you really want to do a full-on sim with how incredibly college football has changed like the 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 depth to which this thing could go could be really mind blowing. Well, it's just how much do they want to do? Yeah. It makes me wish. No, I'm kidding here, but uh, that I didn't have two kids. I actually had time to play the damn video game. But the <laughs> chance of me being able to play the video game would be Leo Slim tonight. Just ignore uh, James, your kids, dude, or just yeah. don't sleep. That's what I do. Just stay up don't after sleep, they go to sleep. bed and don't sleep. That's true. Uh, so then ignore my wife for the two hours that we had to spend together without, you know, kids climbing all over I us. I mean, uh, you're telling me yeah. you don't know her at this point? Like, it's true. Is she going to say new. something that's going to surprise you? Like, uh, I mean, maybe give her like one night a week, but then the other nights you got to be hitting that recruiting trail, Bo. <laughs> I, I got to be able to talk about the product that I'm, I'm talking about on Snaps here. Exactly. Uh, James and James in our chat, our, our, our uh, sit-in producer for the day, did bring up a good point. Just going back to the money thing. It'll be interesting to see Who's on the cover? Is it going to be a former player or could it be a current player? I mean, could you go to Caleb Williams and say, hey, we'll put you on the cover? Yeah, no, you game. go current player. You 100% you can go, go current, current player, player now. Yes. Yeah. And you okay, do, so I would say you do pay them more, right? You know these oh, deals they have better to get than paid I more. Okay. Yeah. Yes. You have to get paid more if you're going to be on the cover. Um, yeah. I, I say you do current player. And uh, yeah, like next year, it would be Caleb Williams, 100%. And it'll be fun. Right, the highest in trophy winner if he's back has to be it. Uh, yeah. So there's, yeah. there's a way. It's gonna uh, be what do you what do you think dollar amount though? I could see like five hundred bucks. Oh, I don't know. Bro. You, 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 oh, oh, you're talking about on a on a player like normal player player basis? Yeah. I it is, it is tough for me to think about doing over a thousand. That is that is that is hard. Would you uh, sign it for a thousand bucks? Fuck yes, bro, but I'm a video game. I would play sign for free. I, yeah, I would just want to be in the game. Yes, I would you think most kids would sign it for free. I think this is one of the rare cases where people would not try to maximize NIL because I, I feel like, again, the same way that I'm saying it's a gaffe for Notre Dame to be left out. I think if you're a player, it's a gaffe for you to be left out because you're going to yeah. be like the kid outside. The, you're going to be the SpongeBob meme. You're Squidward in the house looking outside and SpongeBob and Patrick are running around having so much fun, not a care in the world. And you're just inside being miserable. I wanted more money. So, no, I, I think this is probably a time where you just blanket agree because video games are cool as hell. I, you know, I, I, I want to get some snap streams going with this on our new YouTube channel. Uh, when we have it next summer, that could be very, very fun. Were so, you supposed uh, to say that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Potential new YouTube channel, alleged new YouTube channel. We'll see. You know, we're hoping to share some big news on that front coming soon. Um, we're actually we'll probably, can, probably can get mad at you instead of me now. Uh, we're not doing live. You need to stop being so sensitive. Ryan Brumley's an excellent producer. Uh, I didn't say anything and, about and, his yeah. producing skills. No, no. Like, remember, like before the show, you were like talking all that shit about him, and you were like, "Oh my god, oh, James, yeah. I'm so much happier to have you here than Brum today." <laughs> and it's just, it's just, I, I, I was that like, "Beautiful wow, bald head got me juiced up for today, baby. Let's go." Uh, it is beautiful. I agree. Um, hey, look. So th that's it. As you can tell, I am extremely excited for NCAA to return. It's one of the best uh, game franchises. It's my favorite version of video game football, and I will be watching closely 
as this situation develops. And I don't care. Like now that I know that it's coming out next summer and I know they got the analysis, I'm glad because now I want to start focusing on the actual game. I want to see what features they're putting in place. Who are they going to be announcers, music wise, presentation wise, CFP? How does that work? Like, you know who the announcers so are going to be? Uh, Herbie and well, I guess I just I, I guess I just feel like I don't I, know. I will. I will they, they're doing the game day. They're, I think they're going to do college game day too because um, yeah. one of the game day guys I was supposed to do a show with today said that he couldn't do it because he had to go shoot stuff with EA Sports. So there you go. Expect much more Pat McAfee in your uh, uh, in your in your NCAA football. Um, oh, okay. Last point on this just popped in my head. The cool part about this is it's coming out summer next year, right before twenty twenty. What is twenty twenty four? It's the reforging of college playoffs. football. So it'll be a video game that features the sixteen team SEC with Oklahoma and Texas. It'll have the new playoff setup. It'll have the new Big Ten with USC and UCLA. Mm. Oof, got a little goosebumps, mm. Bo. Let's go. All right. Uh, here's here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna have a quick word from our sponsor. Huge thank you for supporting the show. And uh, when we get back, let's talk a little Florida State and the SEC West. Keep it locked here on Snaps. Hello there. Hello, homeowner. I've got some very exciting news for you, okay? Angie's List is now just Angie, but it's still your home for everything home. Look, I've been in my house for about five years now, and I absolutely love it. I don't want to go anywhere, but, you know, it's, it's an older house. So, so, so I had to get, like, the siding redone. I had to get the stucco redone. And although I may look like the epitome of a handy man, it may shock you, dear viewer, but I am indeed not handy. In fact, I don't know what the heck's going on with any of this stuff. So you know what I do? I get out my Angie app and in just a few simple tippity taps, I have access to over 220,000 professionals from which to choose. What I love is, look, I love Baton Rouge, right? And so it's all locally based. And I can actually look at the reviews of what other people in my area, who they've used. And so what I do, I got on my Angie app. I got my jobs lined up. I don't lift a finger, and the siding looks incredible, y'all. I basically live in my backyard now, and that's thanks to Angie. So what are you waiting for? Download the Angie app today, A-N-G-I, or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Angie, your home for everything home. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with powerhouse college athletics. UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLab joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order, visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older. 
who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, y'all. Welcome back. Uh, let's dive right in, Aaron. I, I want to talk. Um, I want to talk ACC real quick here. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on realignment. We talked about the Magnificent Seven. We talked about how basically the ACC teams are all locked into place, and they got meetings going on right now. Um, we talked about how Florida State has been trying to argue for uh, an uneven revenue distribution model, where they're saying, "Look, we're worth more to the conference than Wake Forest is. Wake Forest should not get as much as we do." Uh, that is something that I seemingly would never agree with, but it looks like there's maybe been some headway there, Aaron, as um, the ACC is now talking about success initiatives where teams that do better than the other teams would get more money. Um, I don't know that I like this, but I well, do understand this as a as a kind of tough solution well, to a possible problem. It's postseason money, though, T-Ball. This isn't like you're – initial money that was generated through your your tv contract like that's still going to say the same florida state still oh, wants really? to be able to get more oh, money I misread this then. this is more of like if florida state made the playoffs that money that is awarded because of the playoffs would go to that team instead of being split amongst the rest of the conference so that's the the reward so it's just it's more of like the bonus money that could occur because of postseason activity not from in season what the current deal already looks like like that's set like i said i think four state still wants okay. to push the boundaries there but the other schools are gonna be like no we're this is the deal that's been placed we're not going to give up money that 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 we need to survive ourselves 
but we'll discuss if you guys are good enough to make the playoffs, then maybe you get a bigger cut of that. Yeah, I mean, the uneven revenues distribution model is just, it's it's such a tough thing because it's almost, it's got a very um, slippery slope sort of feel to it. Like, okay, you start doing it, right? And it's because you want to keep the teams at the top happy. That's fine. But then that becomes a model that keeps the team at the top in power and makes it impossible for a lower tier team to climb. Because in the same way that FSU and these other schools are saying, how the hell are we supposed to compete against the SEC at an annual $40 million deficit, which is a completely valid question and is what will likely lead to the slow economic collapse of the ACC. Uh, but it's like, well, then you have that same dynamic, but just within your own conference. Where like Wake's like, how are, you, like wh- how are we supposed to compete when Florida State's making... 30% more than us. It, it, it's like one of the reasons why Clark to be that drastic. No, though. no, I'm look napkin math, all napkin math, all very rough numbers here. I'm just saying if a school that it like, it's a, it's a, it's a situation that reinforces itself. If I'm already the better team and then I have more resources to work with, I have a better chance of staying the better team. I've already the worst team and I've less. It's harder for me to climb into that better club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but most of these these better teams already have better resources as it is because usually they have bigger brands, bigger donors, more money coming into the school. Yeah, like they they already are. Four states already had an advantage than than Wake Forest and Duke when it comes to football, just because of the way they allocate resources. The way, like I said, their donor base wants that money to be spent on said sports or academics at that university. So it is what it is. I mean, look at Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt gets paid the same as everyone else in SEC. They choose just not to use that money the same way that Georgia and everyone else does, plus Georgia donors and Alabama donors are also sending more money in for athletics compared to Vandy, which I'm sure are sending more money in for them to improve the chemistry building. Just there's different things that are coming in. So Florida State will always Vandy. Vandy. They choose not to use it. But I'm just saying, like, the, the average donor alumni at Vanderbilt is not sending in dollars to improve the stadium like Alabama, Georgia, and LSU are. No, they're sitting. But what I was going to say is they're sitting at the baseball, right? I mean that that's where the the yeah. sports, yes. uh, the the Vandy sports boys are all sitting into the baseball program. The Anchor Down Initiative is one of the now in the NIL era that's kind of changed, but that's how they kind of stayed ahead of the curve as they were basically able to offer scholarships. But um, whatever. So for for all this is kind of dry. Okay, all this is kind of dry. I like this question, Aaron. Is Florida State the team to beat in the ACC? Uh, because it is one that is both kind of simultaneously uh, valid, but also feels a little early, a little pre-baked. Like Florida State's got a, uh, who has more flop on the face potential than Florida State this year? Like, I don't know that there's a team that is being crowned as much that has done less. Was last year impressive? Absolutely. But it was a season that was teetering on the brink until a hot run at the end. And Jordan Travis was incredible. I read today during that win streak to close the season, Jordan Travis had a 91-1 QBR. Do you know how hard it is to get it? I mean, you do, obviously. A 91-1 yeah. QBR is like impossible. That was number one in the country over that stretch, not even close. So, yes, there's a lot of things that would point to them being there, but I just – I don't know if it's Mike Norvell – if it's the fact that they somehow even let LSU, like, I just don't know that I'm a full on, like I would still take Clemson over Florida state at this point. I'm not the only thing it goes back to the quarterback position. Like that's the reason why I'm taking them over Clemson's because I don't trust Clemson's quarterback at all. Like I, 
I trust Jordan Travis. I don't trust Klubnik. I was not impressed at all when I saw Klubnik come in last year to replace DJU at times. I was not impressed the way I saw him perform in, in the bowl game. And, you know, I, I hate to judge kids off their first season as a freshman. Like, of course, he's going to take steps forward. I just think that you have a veteran quarterback at Florida State with the majority of his weapons back from last year compared to a kid in Cape Club like that. I'm just not sure how good he's going to be just yet. Like I still need to see what he looks like in year two before I can crown Clemson as that team. It's kind of like Alabama right now. Like I can't crown Alabama the the Kings of the SEC West and why I have LSU as the favorites is primarily because what they're bringing back at the quarterback position. Would you not say that's why you have LSU over Alabama? LSU has Jaden back. Uh, Alabama yeah. has mediocrity back. Mediocrity. Mediocre. Mediocrity. Mediocrity. Why can't I say the word? Medio- mediocre quarterback. Me- mediocrity. 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 There you go. That's our mediocrity. Uh, Georgia education as I'm in the Georgia building. Uh, back at quarterback. FSU has a guy that you allude to performed at an extremely high level last year with a guy that played not great at all in his first season, so really don't know what we're going to get from him for next season. Plus, all the issues they had, they, they, they really did not you – know, I don't feel great about L, or excuse me, Clemson's skill position either. You know, their, their receivers were extremely average last year as well. You know, they got the running back back. Like, I just think overall, FSU's bringing back a lot more known mm-hmm. and a lot more that produced at a high level last year than, than what Clemson is returning this season. So, yeah, I do. I've, I'm very confident FSU is going to have the team to be in, in the ACC. Well, that's interesting. Uh, be, well, I look, on the Clemson front, I guess I'm putting a lot of eggs in the Garrett-Riley basket, right? Um, that's a very proven offensive mind, brother of Lincoln, two guys that I'm sure like texting each other and seem to be so ahead of the curve in terms of offensive philosophy. Uh, if you see the exit inter- interviews from Uyunglele talking about his time at Clemson, kind of the thing that he constantly comes back to is he thought the offense was pretty awful. Like he doesn't say awful, right? But he says like boring, didn't put in position, like all this sort of stuff, right? So I'm looking for Riley to be the key to unlock. And I feel you. I don't know that they have these skilled personnel that they did when they were great. But you know what else, Aaron? They didn't have it last year. And what'd they do? They beat Florida State in Tallahassee, 34-28. So you're telling me FSU is going to go to Clemson and win that game? They lost seven in a row. Now, granted, there's 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 two ways of looking at this. Are they due? Sure, maybe. But I feel comfortable in saying uh, I'm going to wait for prove it mode. Uh, like like I'm not going to crown. Same way you're not going to crown. I'm not going to crown FSU because while they may look better on paper, they are still modern day FSU versus modern day Clemson. And I'm going to have to have it thrown in my face that they kick the door and, and are better than Clemson. I'm not going to give them that judgment. I'm not going to give them that benefit ahead of time. That's fine. I'm, I'm, you got your opinion. I got mine. I think. I think this is the year we see Florida State take that major step forward. I like Mike Norvell, Norvell as a coach. Love what he did previously. You know, he took over a program that was 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 left in in somewhat shambles, and it's just slowly but steadily gotten better and better and better than had the big year again, last year again. And I love what they've done. In, in 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 they've been one of the hotter teams when it comes to the portal this off season. They've replaced a lot of things that need to be replaced. They've built some depth where needs depth needs to be built. I agree that Mike Norvell is good, but if we go back to the middle of last year, you started off 4-0, the big win against LSU, then three losses in a row to Wake NC State Clemson. At that point, everybody thought Mike Norvell sucked. 
Everybody thought Florida State sucked and everything hung in the balance. Credit to them for finishing strong. All I'm saying is there is the potential for things maybe not to be as good as they appear on the surface. Jordan Travis, it's all going to come down to you. Cannot wait to watch him and Jane Daniels go toe-to-toe week one, baby. That's some good stuff right there. Uh, Aaron, we'll quickly wrap up with a question that you wanted to ask, and it comes down to the SEC West. Obviously, LSU and Alabama are uh, the top of the heat when it comes to projecting the West. And and, and look, it, you can argue about who should be ahead of there. But the more complicated question is, who's the dark horse in that side of the conference? Who is number three? And, well, I feel like the best way to do this is a game of elimination. So I will name you a team, and you simply, simply tell me just all about yes or no, are they actually in contention to be the dark horse? Uh, Mississippi State. No. Yeah. And they give a reason why, obviously. New coaching staff, uh, new offense, way too much change this year for, for me to feel good. They lost their top receiver from last year. I think they'll be pretty good on defense, but uh, you know, brand new offense. Guys got to figure it out. You're recruited to a completely different system. So I just think that's going to take a little bit of time. Uh, Auburn. No, nope. Yeah. Same thing. Brand new coaching staff. Um, they will be my love, choice don't going love the forward. quarterbacks. What's they will absolutely. They will be my choice going forward. Like oh, yeah. maybe even year yes. two Auburn, they would be my choice, but yes. not this year. They need a quarterback. I, I don't yeah. like the pain Thor. I don't think he he adds a ton. Maybe he improves your quarterback room that was already you know towards the bottom of the SEC as it is. So, but does it move the needle that much? Where I feel like they have an opportunity to 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 really be a threat this year. Maybe maybe gets them to a you know maybe he gets them to a seven and five record and seven team that's trying to make a bowl game. But not 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 more than that. Arkansas, possible. You possible. love KJ Jefferson. You got to explain I this love to me because KJ. I don't I see KJ. Arkansas as being possible. I think they're possible because of KJ. Uh, they wouldn't be my choice, but I think they they're one of the two teams that I think could could do it because of him. He's a game changer, man. Like we've seen quarterbacks take over games, especially quarterbacks of his size. His running ability, um, maybe just I like Sam Pittman a lot too, but uh, I'm rooting for them. But I just think a guy like KJ right now, heading into his last season, you know what what Danny knows and kind of what I talked to the coaching staff and what I saw in the spring game, the improvements that he's made as a thrower from last year, hmm. and you got Rocket Sanders at, at the running back spot too. Yeah, um, I just really really like him back there. Okay. So I think he takes a big step this year once again. So this is interesting because I had two teams that I thought were maybes, and I had three no's, but Arkansas was a no. So I'm guessing Ole Miss is a no for you then. That was one of my maybes. No, Ole Miss is a maybe for me. A&M's oh, a no. and M's a no. Even though the fact that they will have a on-paper more talented roster than every team we just named. I can't trust – like you can't trust FSU because of the history. I can't trust A&M. Mm. I can't trust Jimbo, man. Um, mm. and, 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 and man, that, that overhaul, the roster this year, the guys that departed, I mean, that, that incredible recruiting class they had a year ago that you were hoping that, that, Hey man, you give them a freshman year to develop in year two, it's off the races, man. It feels like half that roster, half that, that class is left. Yeah. They Denver there, Harris is at LSU. Uh, yeah. old boy went to USC, the big five. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, um, I, 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 they're they're just on the outside looking in. I think I like Ole Miss. I'm I, I, I and okay. 
it's crazy because he has not been crowned the starting quarterback, but I just really like, once again, it comes out of the quarterback spot. They got a two-headed monster back there with Jackson Dart and, and Quinn Junkins, who's the best running back in the SEC. And then Lane Kiffin calling the plays. They're going to be able to score points. They're going to be able to score a ton of points. So why did Spencer um, Sanders go there? Why did Walker Howard he's go a there? Fucking idiot. If Jackson well, Dart is going to be the Walker starter. Walker didn't go there. Walker, I think they both screwed up. I do. And I think, honestly, I think Lane was surprised. Lane said it. Like, Mm. He improved. I'm talking about um, uh, Jackson Dart here. He improved in every area that we needed him to improve. I think maybe he was banking on the fact that that he wouldn't take those steps, which I don't know why. Yeah. If an exit meeting, you tell a kid, "Hey, go work on this," unless the kid's a complete well, idiot, why he wouldn't go work on those those tools? Because he has the tools. But he's got the arm strength. He's yeah. got the athleticism. He has the ability to change arm angles. I thought he had a pretty good year last year. Not great, but good. As his first season, no, I'm but like, we do, but, but we do get better in year two. No, but we do get what Lane is doing there, right? I mean, iron sharpens iron, right? Like, yeah, of course. The best does. way to get a guy to focus in is to make him think he's fighting for his fucking survival. And oh, so yeah. all of a sudden, you bring in Spencer Sanders, the super senior, who's like, you, he's only going there because he's going to start, and that's all the headlines. And then you bring yeah. in the young phenom, the five star, and Walker Howard, and all of a sudden, Jackson Dart's looking around and he's feeling like very threatened, but. When you're backed in, what's when is an animal most dangerous, Aaron? Oh yeah, it's backed They're into backed a corner. In. Backed flight. In. I, I just think, think I think just... I've said it before. Spencer Sanders was was a fool for going to a place with a returning starter who had better stats than he did. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's actually I mean, a very what, what good are we point. doing? The guy had a better season than you, <laughs> and he's been there, and he's younger. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, what are we doing? Go somewhere where you know that there ain't going to be that kind of competition. And Walker's young, you and I, but like Walker's young, you know, he's looking at it as, you know, I get to be with Lane. I still think it was a mistake by him going there, but, you know, he, he, he at least he's has still sitting left. the exact same way that he would be at, yeah. uh, at, at, LSU. at, at LSU, which is a bit interesting. But, uh, yeah, I mean, also in, to just reinforce how dumb Sanders and Howard were maybe to do that, I mean, in terms of quarterback names, Jackson Dart, while there is always the danger of being called Jackson Fart when you fuck up, but like if you're a beast, Jackson Dart is like the name that a script writer creates for their five-star quarterback. It, it's just perfect. It has all the different elements. Jackson comes with like a sense of entitlement maybe, and uh, you're just throwing darts constantly, right? And that's what you need. Your, you need your quarterback to be confident to the point of being entitled and to be able to freaking spin it. And it sounds like maybe you think that. Okay, so Ole Miss, your final answer then. Ole Miss final answer. Wow. All um, right. Ole Miss, Arkansas fighting for that number three spot in the SEC West. There you go. What a random topic, but hey, it is May 17th, 2023. All right, look, uh, again, for tomorrow's show, uh, we are not... Wait, what's today? Is today Tuesday? Yeah, today's Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. Also, for tomorrow's show, we're not going to be live again, so apologize for that, but we'll be back to regular scheduled programming after that next week. Uh, massive thank you. Uh, James, I did not... Is it James Castronuovo? Am I am I am I off base here? It ends in a vowel. I'm guessing that is the sort of best best pronunciation from someone who's never said it before that I've ever gotten in my 46 years of life. <laughs> okay, let's fucking go. All right, so give me give me the give me give me what the family's saying when they're all together though. Well, how do y'all say it? Castro Nuovo. We had a Castro Nuovo. Okay, Castro Nuovo. Castro Castro. Damn it! Hold on, boys. Reset. Here Castro Nuovo. 
Huge, God damn, that was awful, Aaron. Uh, huge thing. <laughs> your your tongue sounds like it swelled up when you tried it. <laughs> so your mom said last night. <laughs> okay, oh. wow, uncalled for. James, don't don't give that at all. Get the hell out of here. Castro Nuovo. Shout out to La Familia. And as always, Gracias. huge thank you to uh, Paul Ferryton, Adam Gracia, Danny Cardenas, uh, Pat Gunner, and everybody at the volume. We love being here. And the biggest thank you to all of you who listen and share it and support the show. We love getting to hang out with y'all every day, and we will see you tomorrow for a brand new episode of Snap. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.